everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm the hands behind Lovecraft Crochet, my plush user for the anxious, depressed, autistic, and neurodivergent. Small enough to travel in a purse, backpack, diaper bag, or even your pocket. You can check out my Facebook page or TikTok to see what patterns are available, and stay tuned for the new ones coming out. I also make hats, scarves, blankets, and dice bags for the tabletop gamer or dice goblin in your life. Feel free to order through the page, TikTok, or via email at love.craft.crochet.com. Now, back to the segment. Due to the graphic and disturbing nature of the crimes discussed, listener discretion is advised. Retrostatic Radio presents Killing 15 Minutes. Hello and welcome to Killing 15 Minutes, where we will give you your serial killer fix in 15 minutes or less, or your podcast is free. I'm Sam Rossi, and shortly I'll be handing a poorly written synopsis of a serial killer to my brother, who hasn't read it, on a serial killer he's most likely hasn't heard of. This should be fun. Good luck, bro. No, press the button. I pressed the button. Okay, you pressed the button now. I already pressed the button. It's recording. <clears throat> Thanks, Sam. Sorry, this is October. Thanks, scary. Scrossy? Rossi. Srossi? Thanks, Sam. And may I say, welcome to the batch record where Sam's high on oxys because of shoulder surgery, and I'm caffeinated on a monster for the first time in a while. Hilarity ensues, so please check out the Patreon for all of our uh, mostly uncut stuff. Yeah. Okay, ready? Ready. Ready. <clears throat> Amy Archer Gilligan was a nursing home proprietor and serial killer from Windsor, Connecticut. I don't know what the toner the, the, the tone of my voice was going for there. Wow. She was born October thirty first, eighteen seventy three. Really? Yes. Neat. The eighth of ten children. My God. She married James Archer in 1897. A daughter was born December of... Oh, was born the December of 1897 also. The Archers were hired to care for John Seymour in 1901. They moved from Milton, Connecticut to Newington, Connecticut. There's a lot of Connecticut's going on here. Yeah, they say mostly it's Connecticut. Well, then why put Connecticut all the time? Because I give a lot of towns. Seymour died in 1904. <laughs> His heirs converted the home to a boarding house for the elderly, and the archers remained to provide care for the elderly for a fee, of course. They paid rent to the heirs. They ran the boarding house as Sister Amy's nursing home for the elderly. That's really what they called it? See. Si. Por qué? Was she Nepoti a sister? Nepotism? No, not nepotism. What's the word I want? Narcissism? Yeah, nepotism would be... Uh, never mind. Yes, narcissism. First I thought you were trying to say, like, no necesito or something like that. And I'm like, no, I'm, what are you sure? I'm stoned. What is that stoned yet. What is the English you're trying to say? Like, Necesito is clearly English. Clearly! <laughs> when the heirs in 1907 decided to sell, the archers moved to Windsor. 
I'm assuming Connecticut. Connecticut! You also spell it Connecticut? C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-C-A-T-T. I know I said that I didn't want to make fun of your writing a lot anymore because the first couple episodes of this, you know, really felt like I was just making fun of your writing while you were high. But Connecticut is still funny. That's why you're over there giggling your butt off. (laughs) The archers used their savings to purchase their own residence on Prospect Street in Windsor Center. Connecticut. It was converted into the Archer Home for the Elderly and Infirm. Oh, Archer's Home for the Elderly and Infirm. I assume that's supposed to be Infirm, duh? No. Okay. As in, in, the, as in Infirmary. The Infirmed. Well, that's why I was like, the and the Infirm. I, I uh, guess uh, Infirm uh, is a correct um, one who is Infirmed would be Infirm. <laughs> You have to be. This is a linguistic <laughs> thing. I don't know what to say. I, I'm moving on. I don't know if you're going to keep that in or not. We're moving on regardless. James Archer died in 1910 from Bright's disease, a generic term for kidney disease. Amy, <clears throat> Amy had taken insurance policy out on him a few weeks before his death. Totally not sus at all. Not sus, bruh. Not sus, bruh. The policy benefit, the policy benefit enabled Archer Home to continue. In 1913, she married Michael W. Gilligan, a widower with four adult, with four adult adult sons. I'm assuming that's just your brain skipped there. Four adult sons. Yes. Is what the sentence is supposed to be? I assume. Yeah, uh, yeah. I assume correctly with you. Okay. Thank you. He was reportedly wealthy and interested in Archer and Archer's home as an investment property. Gilligan died on February 20th, 1914, after three months of marriage. It's deadly to some bachelors. Oh, marriage is deadly to some bachelors, I assume, is the joke that you wrote there that I should have probably said better. I didn't know there was a joke coming. I make my own jokes. Don't, I don't, I can't hit you in the shoulder. (laughs) No, you can't hit me in the shoulder. (laughs) They got a shoulder surgery. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I sitting on this side where I can't hit you? Please Um, note we're siblings. It's not abuse. This isn't some harassment thing at work. This is me smacking my sister as is sibling rights. And I will, I will, I will. Is that the hill you're dying? I will die on that hill. Okay. Siblings can hurt siblings. Okay. Not kill siblings, because I know we have a few of those. We have a couple of those, yes. Uh, plus, uh, siblings are also there to bury bodies. Bury bodies. Like the uh, postcode. Uh, the P- post dude. I, I think he got, what, two years for that? Two years in Because that was York the joke that? where we turned around and went, well, we live we, in New York. We can pull two years shit. is two, two years. Two years is fucking nothing. Because you got to think, it's going to be minimum security... Anyways, the official cause of death was acute bilis attack. Bilis? Bilis? Severe indigestion. He had severe indigestion. So I assume it's bilius? 
bile. Because it's like an over buildup of bile or something like that. I would assume so. A will had been drawn up naming Amy as the sole heir. Wow, she really knows how to play her cards right, huh? I assume the story's going to have a happy ending. Overplaying her hand, though, the will was found out to be a forgery. Dun, dun, dun. Naming the kids to get something. Never make yourself sole heir when forging a will. Just something to think about. Focus, Sam! (laughs) Swear you wrote Ecus. Ecus? Ecus. Ecus, Sam! Ecus! (laughs) From 1907 to 1917, there were 60 deaths in Archer Home. Jesus, Mary, Mother, and Joseph. Relatives grew suspicious as the number grew. I would too. Just saying. Now, granted, in today's healthcare, an elderly home with 60 deaths is probably on average. Sadly. Only 12 residents died between 1907 and 1910, but then 48 died the following six years. Among them was Franklin R. Andrews, an apparently healthy man. On the morning of May 29, 1914, Andrews was gardening. His robust physical condition deteriorated in a single day and was dead by evening. The official cause was gastric ulcer. Was her cooking that bad? Andrews' siblings came into the possession of some of his letters... And they wrote, they noted that Archer was pressing, was pressing their brother for money. Archer's clients showed a pattern of dying shortly after paying her a large sum of money. Uh, well, that note about, uh, you know, don't make yourself sole heir is one. Give it like six months if someone gives you a large sum of money and then you want to kill them. Give them some time and don't always make it like, Okay, it's been six months. Let's do this. You know, six months, a year. You can extort more money from the living than you can the dead. True story. See, there's where a lot of people get too greedy. They want, you know, the million dollar. They want the million dollar lump sum. Then bump the dude instead of going for, you know, 25 grand over a couple years. I know. I know. Greed, people. Greedy. Remember, if it's over five, if it's over five million, go for the lifetime supply, not the lump sum. Exactly. Taxes, man. Taxes. And we live in New York. Now there's a question. I'm. I, I know I'm not done yet, but I'm assuming all these large lump sums of money were tax free. Back in the day, probably. So you got to think. When she got caught being a murdery murder son. Yeah. I'm assuming this ends with her getting caught. Yes. As we know this wasn't unsolved. I don't do it. Did she have to pay back the taxes as well? uh, No. Or because they were gifts. It's one of those things where it's like, yes, they gave the money under duress. Well, I don't know. Okay. What what time of period was this? 19 what? 18 what? Uh, 19... 14-ish. Okay. You think there was taxes on that type of money? Yes. You know why? Because in 1914, the wealthy still ruled everything. 
Yeah, they did pay taxes, though. You're right. They, they, they Back then, they actually paid taxes. Yes, they were small taxes, but they were taxes. Yeah, it was a drop in the bucket to them. Exactly. All right. Sorry. Hey, focus. I am focused. Nellie Pierce. Nellie Pierce, Andrews' sister, reported suspicions to the local DA, but was ignored. Because as we know, in all of these cases, cops fucking suck. And it was the DA. Fine. I'm going to say something massively controversial. You know what that is? But secondly, fuck lawyers. Please note that was not actually a uh, statement to any lawyer who may or may not have to represent me at any point in time. This is not evidence. So she took her suspicions to the Hartford Current? Current? Current. That's not how you spell current. It's not even how you spell current. Either way, I'm assuming it's a paper. On May 9th, 1916, the first of a series of articles on the murder factory were published. Oh, man. It's like the Cheesecake Factory. Old people go in, but none of them ever come out. Nope. <laughs> Please note that was a... Uh, not an actual dig against Cheesecake Factory. I don't think I've ever been to a Cheesecake Factory. I'll have to fix it at some point. Take you out to, out to Destiny or whatever the fuck it's called now. Oh, the... The, the Carousel. The Carousel Destiny. Yeah, whatever the hell the mall is out there in Syracuse. Well, to be fair, the only time I ever went there was the one time to go to Dave & Buster's. Also, there's a really good comic shop at Destiny that I really want to go to. Okay. Everyone, go check out Reader's History of Comics. It's also available on Spotify, uh, Spreaker, everywhere this is. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. <clears throat> the Murder Factory. Cheesecake Factory. Yes. It took months before police started investigating, which took almost a year to complete. The bodies of Gilligan, Andrews, and three other boarders were exhumed. All five had died of poisoning, either arsenic or... Strict nine? Where the hell do you... It was 1910s. God only knows where you got strict nine then. That was probably an over-the-counter fucking... Oh, you got a... You got a hangnail? Have some strict nine. Need some indigestion issues? Have some fucking cyanide. Yeah, people survived a whole lot of shit back then. Got a headache? Here's a mixture of laudanum, morphine, and coke. I actually really yeah, would still like to I, try I, one I, of those. Just that sounds like it'd be a great... be the first time in my entire life that I can actually sit there and go, I don't feel a thing. I, I'm not in pain. I, I, I want that. Anyways, local merchants were able to testify that Archer had been buying large amounts of arsenic, supposedly to kill rats. A look into Gilligan's will established that it was actually a forgery written by Archer. Okay, that's how everything tied together. According to M. Williams Phelps, author of The Devil's Rooming House. Rooming House? Rooming House. I I get that these are the names of, you know, they're old, like, and the infirm. I, again, I want to put infirm, duh. Yeah. But, you know, I get it. They're older names, so they sound weird to the modern ear. Rooming House just sounds stupid. Yeah. It's a house! Yes, I get it. You're buying a room. You are rooming people in that house. but. By the fact that it's a house, you're rooming people in it. Unless it's an office house. I'm be I don't know why that's gotten me angry. <laughs> I haven't even hit a joint yet. 
Investigation showed Archer bought arsenic to kill large numbers of rats. Or at least that's what she said. She said. Nonetheless, it appeared that she was the only one buying arsenic. Oh, she wasn't the only one buying arsenic. The doctor and some of the patients had signed on to purchase it as well. The investigation pursued Dr. King. Uh, you never mentioned a Dr. King before. So I don't know what his first name is. Oh, that's because I didn't get a first name. Oh, okay. Anyways, the evidence pointed to him as well, so they pursued him as possibly the guy, I assume. Yeah. Be that as it may, Archer was sus as hell and back in the spotlight eventually. They found evidence Archer was sending her patients to the drugstore to buy the quantities of arsenic, and then the police arrested her as soon as they found out about that. Archer was charged with five counts of murder, later reduced down to a single charge. On June 18, 1917, a jury found her guilty and sentenced to death. Archer did win a new trial in 1919, where she pled insanity. Her daughter, Mary, testified that her mother was addicted to morphine. She was again found guilty, but sentenced to life imprisonment instead of death. In 1924, <coughs> Archer was declared insane and moved to Connecticut. Hey, you actually spelled it right that time. Hospital for the Insane in Middleton, where she died April 23rd, 1962. Oofa! That one was fun! Um, actually, that one wasn't so bad. Like, slightly more interesting. Does rat poison still... I, I don't think so. And I'm not going to hate Siri this one. But I'm assuming part... This is a very good reason why um rat poisons and other poisons became more regulated. Yes. As well as a lot of heavy chemicals that would, you know... Like arsenic and cyanide and strict fucking nine yep. were taken out, or at least on such a reduced level that maybe maybe it was back then too, since they had a large quantity. But if she was just dosing people every other day. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't have a lot to say about this one other than it's a good point where sometimes it's understandable that police don't investigate. I know that's, again, very controversial to say, you know, but it's also why journalism is actually a good thing. Now, I mean, if that same news story came out today, it would be probably from one, you know, it would be, you know, hey, lo look at what this landlord's doing. You know what I mean? It would yeah. be... So biased towards the click because advertising is how, you know, advertising was always how journalism went, but now it doesn't have to be about quality journalism. You know, clickbait. Well, here's a clickbait for you. They, <clears throat> the, her murdering uh, borders uh, helped create arsenic and old lace. Really? You didn't put that down? No. I'm actually kind of perturbed. We're doing that next year for Retrostatic Radio. Every Tuesday on Retrostatic Radio. Listen today. I have... I need help. 
Okay, so final thoughts. That's actually a really cool little thing, and I actually really think that it, it's uh, it was the the ants with how they murdered. Well, yeah, it was it was an it was a uh, an inspiration, sort of That's like Ed Gein, and um, I always pronounced it Ed Gein, but everyone was everyone I've heard pronounce it says it's pronounced Ed Gein. But anyways, we have more of these to do. Yeah, Say good night, Gracie. Night, Gracie. I've been AJ Carey, and this- later, y'all. Killing 15 Minutes is hosted by Arthur Carey, with scripts written and researched by Sam Rossi. If you like this episode or want to stay updated on this series, consider following Killing 15 Minutes on Patreon or Retrostatic Radio on all major social media platforms. Good night and God bless. You're watching Retrostatic Radio.